Podcast Studios. This, this is the award-winning After Nine with Scott and Cat. Yo, what's Welcome to After Nine, everybody, and a huge thank you to everybody who listened yesterday. Listen, it was uh, it was meant to be passionate. It was meant to be angry and it was meant to echo the sentiment that a lot of people are feeling that things are pretty fucked up right now it's really bad and one of the things that i don't understand i just don't understand why so many people have bought this lie that the provincial government is holding back vaccines to make justin trudeau look bad there's this theory floating around out there and it's one-sided because everybody is so divided politically that Doug Ford has got some some wild supply of vaccines just sitting in freezers, not going into people so that he can make Justin Trudeau look bad. Mm, I really, the, truly hope there's nothing to that. There's not. Listen, Justin Trudeau is doing just fine at making Justin Trudeau look bad. And Doug Ford is doing great at making Doug Ford look bad. They don't need to have each other taking shots at them. They really don't. Here's the deal when it comes to these vaccines that are sitting in freezers. We have a very inconsistent supply coming. For example, the shipment that we just got from Moderna is last week's shipment that didn't come. So we just got some. They're sitting in a freezer ready to go out to the various public health units. Now, we do have a master supply of vaccines. Those get moved from the provincial freezers to the local public health units based on the need, based on the number of appointments booked. Now, just because they land in Toronto or Hamilton or Ottawa doesn't mean that they get driven right to Sarnia or Niagara or Kingston or wherever. It doesn't go like that. They go to a central place and then from there they get distributed out. And if there's a lot of appointments booked in, say, Wellington, Dufferin, Guelph, then they send enough vaccines for that. One thing we don't want to do is send too many because that's when waste comes in and when people will start losing their fucking minds. Oh, we wasted them or we gave it to somebody who wasn't eligible because we didn't want to ruin it. That sort of shit happens and, and they want to avoid that. So they send the different areas what they need. And occasionally they run out and there's stories popping up all over the place, namely in the GTA of pop-up clinics and so on and so forth having to shut down because they don't have enough shots well that's unfortunate but we just plain don't have enough we need what is it 14 and a half million times two we need 30 million shots to give everybody their second dose in ontario and we'll take away maybe five million for the people who don't want it or can't have it for whatever reason fine we need like 25 million we are nowhere close to having enough vaccines. If we just randomly had a million more vaccines, we would be giving them out. There's people on the ground ready to give out shots. We don't have enough. And if you're buying this crazy narrative that that we're hiding vaccines to make Justin Trudeau look bad, like I said, Justin Trudeau does just fine at making Justin Trudeau look bad. And the same <laughs> works. He doesn't need the extra assist right no, now. No, he doesn't. Neither he doesn't of them do, Ford. to be fair. Everybody looks terrible. Sure. And I mean, Doug Ford is, you know, he, he almost came off a little condescending yesterday when they asked him, don't you think this rollout is a little confusing? And Doug's like, no, it's not confusing at all. Just think about it. It works. It doesn't work. Like, God damn it, Doug. Will you please stop listening to those pricks that are putting this information in your head? It doesn't fucking work. 
Come spend an afternoon with me. Come spend an afternoon with me, Doug. I'll take you out wherever you want to go, and I'm going to show you what's happening on the ground here. People don't know if their their postal code means that they can book a vaccine or if they go to the pharmacy's website or the provincial portal. Or now he said yesterday that if there's one of these mobile clinics because you've got one of the shitty area codes that you can go, you have to go to your local public health unit to book a shot there. But those are for anybody 18 plus. And it's a separate portal if you're a teacher. And how in the fuck do you not see that that's confusing to people? How do you not get that? It's a gong show and it didn't need to be like this. All you had to do was create one efficient portal, one portal where you just book your shot. And you know what? If you're not eligible, no problem. It'll just keep you in line and let you know when you are eligible. It didn't have to be this way where people are going here, there and everywhere to get a shot. I'll be amazed if we're actually able to keep track of who got a shot because inevitably it's going to come up. Where someone's going to need to prove they got a vaccine. Where's yeah. the proof here? I wonder, you know what? It's funny. I was I was wondering the same thing and I don't know how it works because I haven't had my first shot. But let's say that I went and I got a Pfizer um, recently through whatever. I went to Rexall and I got a Pfizer. Now I know four months out, apparently I'm going to get a notice or just before four months, I'll get my notice to come back and get my second dose. But what's stopping me from knowing full well that between four weeks... I could get it, and that's ideal, if I'm not mistaken, is the yep. four-week mark is ideal. So what's what's stopping me from attempting to get, or is it a whole different dose altogether? Is it the same thing that they're administering both times? That I actually do not know. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, is it possible? Because, again, I, I'm not confident in, in their record-keeping here. Is it possible that I could register because I have a shitty area code and go and get the shot and then show up at a pop up clinic? Uh, I don't know, because the, the mobile unit happens to be going down my street yeah. and get my second shot before somebody else has had yeah. their first. Yeah, you it's, know, it's a good question. I, I, I don't know. And I think that the disorganization, I fully do agree with you. I, I do sense it, too. And I feel it. And I see it, like my DMs alone. People are coming to us asking us questions. And man, guys, I wish we had answers for you because I actually don't I don't know all the answers. I don't. All they had to do was ask a couple of people with common sense, what should a vaccine portal have? And we would have told you. We would have told you how easy this could be. One portal. You book your shot. Then you book your second shot. If you're not eligible, okay, no problem. It'll tell you when you are. And if there's some extra in your area, they can just blast out people that are within, say, two kilometers if you can be here by three o'clock, we've got a shot for you. Click here to reserve. Mm-hmm. And like Ticketmaster figured it out. Like Eventbrite figured it out. Yeah, like I said a month ago, use that stupid fucking COVID app. Like obviously somebody figured that out and it's a piece of shit, but use that instead then. A lot of us already have it on our phone and they're tracking us. Use that instead. Show me, hey, Kat, I see that you're by uh, this clinic who happens to have extra doses. Are you available? First come, first serve. Click this button to reserve yours. Great. Yeah. I'm down like- with that. It's so easy. Why did we let government get involved in something the private sector could have done instantly? They probably already have the infrastructure for this exact setup ready to go. Replace concert with vaccine and the Ticketmaster system is right there and waiting. You can create an account. You can create a profile. You can do whatever you want, but it can notify you when your vaccine's available. Oh, hey, are you uh, really excited about a vaccine, but you really don't want Moderna? No problem. Uh, you can pass on the Moderna. It'll let you know when Pfizer or AstraZeneca yes. is available. Yeah, That sort of thing. Like, it's so, the concept is not hard to do. It's not. 
you guys fucked this up again. And I don't understand why it needed to be that way. But anyway, uh, can we get to some DMs? Because I've had so many in the last little while, and I just went through my filtered messages the other day. Can I read you some? Yeah, sure. Let's just let people know, too. When you DM us, it's awesome, and we will get to them as soon as we can. And for Instagram, for whatever reason, has a stupid filtered section that Scott mentioned. So sometimes, if you do send it to us, it might be a bit of a delay because we don't see them right away. Uh, But we will eventually get to them. Go ahead. Uh, Scott, I think there's a huge lack of educating the public on things they can do to strengthen their own immune system with simple things like vitamin D and vitamins with zinc in it. I haven't understood this whole time why prevention was never a key component. I found a really great video from a doctor discussing treating early symptoms to reduce the hospitalization load. Why is no one talking about simple vitamins and supplements that you can take that will help keep you well or keep you out of the hospital because the big pharma doesn't want you just taking those they want you to take all their shit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. here's another one uh guys i'm a daily radio show listener and podcast listener you two are with me in my commute to and from work so thank you i'm in the middle of listening to your podcast posted tuesday so that was yesterday's i loved it i agree with the whole thing being a failure of leadership I have two kids and I work straight nights. Homeschooling sucks the big one. Uh, I'm not going to say where he works. He did ask to remain anonymous. Um, I have heard the number of, mm, I can't even say that because it would give away what he does. In any case, um, he cleans and he wants to point out to people that there are a lot of, sorry, it's a she. There are uh, a lot of variants that are pretty damn scary. Uh, So... (laughs) Here's another one. I wanted to say something to go with what you said the other day about the more you do to prevent yourself from getting COVID, the longer you have to wait. You couldn't be more correct, actually, Scott. I currently work as a courier for FedEx. I've been through the entire pandemic. And as a company, we've been looking at getting some vaccines in each facility to vaccinate our workers. We've been unsuccessful. The other day, we did find out that we aren't considered essential and have to go with what you said as a company. We're doing too good at preventing infections, so now we have to wait till the end to get the vaccines. Yeah, I mean, there's no reward here for doing the right thing. There are so many areas that did the right thing, kept their numbers low, and they're, for whatever reason, now at the back of the line. I've gone an entire year without catching COVID, knock on wood. I'm at the back of the line for COVID. Mm -hmm. People that are doing all the right things are getting fucked. The areas that are horrible are getting rewarded. It makes no sense whatsoever. No incentive whatsoever to do the right thing. Hmm. It's crazy to me. Uh, Hey, Scott, longtime listener, big fan of your podcasts. Hoping you can voice your opinion on my situation. I'm a 27-year-old, fairly healthy and active man. I live in City Place in Toronto. Therefore, I'm eligible for a COVID vaccine as of this week. Put yourself in my shoes for a second. Would you get the vaccine even though it'll take one away from others? Is it selfish of me to register? Is four months between vaccinations actually safe? I appreciate your thoughts on this. Yeah. So there's two questions there, Kat, and you can weigh in on this as you if you want as well. But I will say that, number one. It is not safe. This government, both governments, federal and provincial, although this guidance happens to come from federal, that you can go four months in between shots. You can't listen to some of the science 
They'll all stand there and say, we're listening to the doctors. We're following the science. The science doesn't say you can wait four months between your first and second shot. It doesn't say that. So I don't know how you can say you follow the science and then completely ignore the science when it's inconvenient for you. It doesn't make sense. And the other uh, part of his question, listen, if you live in city place, I, I, three weeks ago, I would have said, no, no, you know, you're a healthy person. You're low risk at 27 years old. Just because you happen to be eligible for a vaccine because of your postal code doesn't mean you should take it away. I've evolved on that. Fuck that. Everybody else has got their hand up saying me, 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 me. And there's loopholes that people are finding, you know, perfectly healthy people, not in a high risk age group, but they have one little thing that makes them technically eligible and they're taking those appointments. So clearly it's survival of the fittest. Now it's whoever can figure out a loophole or some sort of a backdoor way in. They're taking the shots, well, so I don't see why you shouldn't either. Right, right. If you're eligible to do it, just take it. And it sucks, and it might come with some guilt. And I'll give you an example. And by the way, um, I will just speak on that four-month thing just quick because I've had people in healthcare message me saying that they are worried about it. They know that there's not enough evidence and science to record that the four-month waiting period between shots is actually going to work out well. We might be wasting shots and we really, truly don't know. Is there worry? And that's the messages I've been receiving from people who work in healthcare, who know a little, a lot more about it than I would, than an average person would. So that well, part scares me. There are people, though, Scott, that are taking it because, yes, they are eligible to do it. But it's not like they can just say, you know, like, let's say I'm eligible and you're not. It's not like I can just be like, yeah, like, give my Pfizer to Scott, okay? Obviously, we know that that isn't the case. And I'm going to read you a DM from Kay, who's a good example of, of someone who I, I feel like might be feeling a little bit guilty about it, but can get it at a young age. Kay says, hey, Kat, I just finished listening to the Friday podcast. I'm a 28-year-old accountant. I'm also Métis. The Métis status allows me to get vaccinated before a whole bunch of people. In fact, they just moved First Nations to a 21 to 28-day sp- uh, span between first and second dose. That I actually didn't know. So thank you for letting me know about that, Kay. Huh. Uh, Kay says, because of this, I'll be fully vaccinated before my mother-in-law, who is severely ill, even gets shot one. I don't think it's fair to her, but that's the way Ford has decided things are done for some reason. Yeah. So you have people even in that circumstance where, yeah, I'm up, but it's not like I can give mine to this person that I know or that person or, hey, it's better to do it this way. So, I, I mean, I don't know what the answer is here. I didn't know, though. Thank you again, Kay, for that, that they've moved that up. See, doesn't that make you think that I, I, the four month thing freaks me out, guys? I'm not going to lie to you. It freaks me out, too. Listen, if you get that first shot and it gives you what they say around 60 percent efficacy. Mm -hmm. And then you get the second shot 28 days later, and that boosts you up to 95. Okay, that's all well and good. But let's just say here, because we don't know. Let's say you get your first shot now. Four months from now, maybe that first shot isn't still giving you 60% efficacy. Maybe it's dropped down to 30. Maybe you're not safe. And when we get the second shot, maybe all that does is get you back up to 60 or lower. Yeah. And I know. You know, we just don't have enough science on it. And frankly, this again goes back to we don't have enough vaccines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't have enough. You shouldn't be waiting four months between shots in the States. I'm assuming that they're doing four weeks. Is that right? I'm not even certain. But because most people are, uh, are already at least have shot one, I assume that they have enough that they can do that between four weeks. Is that correct? Nah, they cheated, too. So in the U.S., 21 to 28 days yeah 21 to 28 yeah 
Days, not weeks. Yeah, days. Not months. Yeah, days. days. Yeah, that, exactly. Um, yeah. And because we know that that is, be- we know that that's better. Like that, that is what it is. But when you're short vaccines, I guess you just hope for the best and you're rolling the dice on four months in between. Again, well, that just doesn't sit well with me. It doesn't with me either. And we're going to spend a fuck ton more money here on these shots because what's going to happen is they're probably going to realize towards the end of summer, beginning of fall, oh, the four months thing, it doesn't really give people the adequate protection that they were expecting with their uh, with that dosage. So we're going to have to revaccinate everybody next fall. Yeah. And then we won't have enough for those either. And then we could go into a fourth wave because we don't have enough. Actually, I guess by next fall, we'll probably be on wave six at the, the rate we're going, <laughs> won't we? If history, if history shows us anything, maybe. Here's yeah. a DM from Chris. Just listen to the podcast, and I have to say the prioritized people is bullshit. I'm a 41-year-old truck driver. My wife is 37 and works at a grain elevator in agriculture. We both live in York Region. Her cousin's son has autism, and apparently her and her daughter have autism, and all three got the shot. Mm -hmm. I interact with people in all the hot spots. This crap needs to get fixed. My grandparents and parents got the shots. I feel bad my grandparents don't get it as they miss us and we can't see them. And her cousin aren't even working. I agree with everything you said about the vaccine in the podcast. Mm. Uh, Chris, thank you. Yeah, I mean... There's people who are getting these shots on very, very strange technicalities, and it's not right. There's people who are in dangerous situations. And you know what? Let's talk about the teachers for a second here. Teachers are going to get vaccinated starting this month, although some of them I hear are booking appointments like two, three weeks out. It's Mm -hmm. crazy that they can't get in priority here. No wonder the schools aren't reopened. So, Teachers are getting shots and all oh, that's all well and good because they're at school and, and those kids are asymptomatic super spreaders in some cases. But, you know, most of those teachers go home at the end of the day to their own family and a lot of them have a partner. How is the partner safe? They're not. If you don't vaccinate the teacher, you can get a whole household sick. You have to vaccinate the teachers faster You do. And the fact that there's other people getting it when they really don't need it or they're not in high risk settings, that's very, very frustrating to me. I think that if we're going to vaccinate teachers, let's fucking go. Let's take out. What is it? A week, seven days, 10 days, however long it'll take to get every teacher in Ontario done, get them done and reopen the schools. And then we'll focus on the other people. But if the teachers are going to be working from home for the rest of the year, if this is already decided, then they're in a work from home situation and not necessarily There's going to be uh, some examples of exceptions here, but they're not necessarily high risk if they're working from home. Get the people. If we're going to do high risk, let's get high risk done. Stop screwing around with all these nuances and technicalities and confusing the fuck out of people because they really don't know where to go. It's nuts, cat. Mm -hmm. And it all could have been solved with just a little bit of organization and leadership. Well, that all comes back to it's a failure of leadership, right? It is a failure of leadership. How many times have you said that? You know... Cat, I should have been keeping track. There should be a failure of leadership. I wish I had a shot for every time you did. Maybe I'll be able to deal with this whole thing a little bit better. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's it's. I mean, I don't I don't know. We obviously we all most of us agree that they should have just done it differently from the beginning. I mean, absolutely, one hundred percent. For me, shots and arms are shots and arms. I don't really give a shit if you qualify as high risk. Great, I'm glad that you're covered. No problem with that. I do agree with you on teachers. Let's go with these 
because I want to make sure that schools can at least get back to some form of normalcy come September. I know it's still going to be a bit different. Not everyone will be fully vaccinated by then, but let's go with the teachers and everything, everything that covers everything to do with schools. Everybody who works in a school should get it. I don't care that they're at home right now. Get it in arms so that we can make sure by September we're good. That's how that's where I stand on it. Um, a couple of notes I have here. One, uh, I'll do Steph's first. Steph says, um, the kids who are suffering the most right now are special needs kids. My 14-year-old has ADHD, a whole bunch of other stuff. He has an IEP with school, hasn't gotten any extra help he desperately needs since COVID hit. Online schooling doesn't work for him. He's suffering hard. My five-year-old is autistic. We're worried about his first year of JK. Uh, when the first lockdown happened, that fucked him up. But we needed it. I dealt with it. He needs routine. And if he doesn't have it, our day is fucked. Imagine how the last year has been for him. He has also not been getting the extra help that he needs. Thank you for what that. What do they do in the summertime? And, what's that? What do they do in the summertime and Christmas break and March? They break? probably I mean, have assistance, right? And there is government forms of assistance where you can put the, you can put your children, who, especially who special needs. I believe there's special programs that you can put them in. Um, my cousin I, has a special needs uh, child, and the government gives a good amount of cash so that they're able to do that and make sure that he gets all of the extra help that he needs through those times. So maybe that's maybe that would be it. But without the face to face, without that interaction, it's a lot different. You know what? I'm all for because there's another influx of cash coming uh, your way. Parents, if you have a kid, what is it under 16 or something? like? I think that? it's under 16. Yeah. So under 16. It's yeah. Because kids over 16 don't cost parents. And I well, And all. that's a thing. That's a thing. Right. And tw- April 26th, by the way, for those wondering, because I've had a couple of people message me asking me I, April 26th. I think if you're already signed up, that's where you're going to get the, the money directly into your account or e-transfer or whatever the heck you signed up for when you did it the first time around. But for me, when it comes to those those children that need that routine staff, thank you for that message, because I. I I, I don't even know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how parents, have, especially of special needs children right now, you know, I have two kids and I'm thankful that they're, you know, able to do all of the things that they usually do. They just don't get to see their friends and their cousins and stuff like that. But knowing that there's cash going out there to families who might not even need it, but maybe not enough for the people who do need those resources and to find out different ways to make their lives work so that they don't go crazy. It, it frustrates me too, because they don't, I know they'll get uh, different amounts of, of money, and that's great, but it still frustrates me that we'll be getting that cash. Some families will be getting that cash. They don't necessarily need it. That's another frustrating thing, but I don't and, know. They just seem to be spending out the ass right now and not really caring too much. And this is exactly why there needs to be an end date. They need to communicate a plan to the people. Doug, Steve Lecce, you guys need to tell people either kids are not going back this year. Or kids will be going back at the end of the month. Even just tell us the goal is to get kids back at the end of this month or after May 2-4 weekend. You've got to put something in place so people can have an idea of what's going on. If you know now that school's not going back in this year because it's going to be impossible to get the teachers vaccinated, just fucking say it. Don't be afraid of the backlash. People want some raw honesty now. They want some transparency. And you guys clearly are looking down the line. You were looking down the line back in February when you canceled March break and moved it to April. And you probably knew that we would be not going back to class afterwards. You've got to communicate what the end game is here. Even if you don't know that this date specifically is when kids are going to go back. I think you do know. But even if you claim you don't know, 
you at least have to tell parents the the goal is to get kids back at the end of April or after May 2-4 or whatever. Just give them a timeline. And by then, we'll know how this is going. We'll know if these vaccines are having an impact on our daily numbers. By the way, the daily number today, 4,100 new cases. Mm -hmm. 4,100. Yeah, fuck. Don't even get me started on that. Anyway, you've got another DM there before we move on? Uh, yeah, there's a couple of people with with advice. Um, I'll just read this real quick. Greg might be in the same boat as a lot of other people. He says, hey, guys, I need your help. My parents, both in their late 70s, not taking this pandemic seriously. They think it's a conspiracy theory. It's not a real thing. Doesn't help that my brothers share the same feelings. They tell my parents to go out, ignore the lockdown orders. My dad's been out almost every night with three of his friends for coffee. They all sit in a car for hours and hang out. No matter how many times I ask them to be safe and stay home, they don't. I offer to do grocery shopping. They refuse. I don't know what to do. I called local government to report the behavior and nothing. I called York Region Police. Still nothing. I'm out of ideas. Anyway, thank you for listening. So, Greg, yeah. it's t- that's tough, man. If it's your parents, especially, I feel like you probably won't you won't get anywhere, and that sucks to to hear. But if someone is st- stuck in in their ways of doing that, um, then I don't know. It may, what do you think, Scott? I, I'm not sure that there's much you could do. I mean, you don't have to look very far to see how many people seventy plus have died. Yeah dead apparently that doesn't work like they even know someone who died and then they still don't care so at that point i think it's a lost cause to even try to help as shitty as it is we don't always agree with what our parents do at a certain age you maybe you realize hey wait a minute maybe i know more than you and and you might have just reached that stage greg and it's it sucks and it's frustrating because you want them to do the right things because it's affecting everybody's life i'm not sure how much you could really do Yeah, I mean, listen, we've had so many conflicting stories and they've moved the goalposts so many times that I get that there's more and more people gravitating towards this is all a plan. You hear uh, Christian Freeland out there with with her comments. We played them in yesterday's podcast, calling it a political opportunity. And people get skeptical because of shit like that. And I don't blame your parents necessarily for having some questions and thinking, I'm going to go out and live my life. Uh, Some people don't want to be cooped up. And I get it. I really do. I disagree with it, but I I certainly can't even tell them they're wrong because I see the contradictions myself. Even I question some of the decisions we're making. I, for the life of me, can't figure out why we're in a lockdown right now. I I really can't. I I think that this is uh, uh, a reaction that wasn't well thought through. Ford himself said it. It worked last time. Well, it didn't really work last time, Doug. I mean, fuck, let's be honest here. And this time, it doesn't seem like it's having much of an impact. I mean, they'll say, well, these cases go back two weeks. They go back two weeks. Yeah, there's some people who show symptoms after a couple of days. So we're seeing some of Easter and Passover right now. But, you know, you you can't tell me that we have to wait till Sunday to see the peak of Easter. Some of those cases are happening now. And, you know, when I think about how it could have been done differently... I'll use the example again of Wellington, Dufferin, Guelph. They were doing great. They were down to 135 cases. We put them in lockdown. It's been two weeks and they're over 600 now. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not a, a, a lot of compelling things that I can look at to say, oh, yeah, those lockdowns are really effective. It was last year, but you need people to buy in. You know, even Anthony Fauci down in the States, top expert for America on infectious diseases, has no explanation, can't explain it, doesn't understand it. 
why numbers are going down in Texas when Texas has removed the mask mandate and opened everything up. He can't explain why the numbers are still decreasing. Does freedom work? Kind of seems like freedom works. If As long as people are taking the proper precautions and protecting themselves, I, I don't see a lot of reason that we can't at least have a conversation about reopening here under specific guidelines and not rules guidelines. That's all we have to do is look at guidelines. The restaurants, if you uh, don't see tables too close together and only have people from the same household, you're good. You're good. That's all there is to it. Wear a mask when you're out in public. You're good. I know how to protect myself. You know how to protect yourself. Let's go. So that's why I don't understand why they haven't put a date on this yet. Any other DMs you want to read? Or can uh, I do a couple of headlines no, here? that's it. You go ahead with the headlines. Okay. IHOP, the International House of Pancakes, has a new waffle that they're offering on their breakfast menu. It comes with bacon, Oreos, and ice cream on top. Oh. Um, maybe that's a few too many calories for breakfast. I'm just saying. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, what? You want no. to point out the obvious right away. I, I, yeah. Would you, though? Uh, no. You know, actually, I don't like waffles because I don't like the texture. Hmm. I don't like the that's texture a of a waffle. Can't eat it. This, this whole thing that you just mentioned, that's a lot of different textures all in one, too, isn't it? Sure, sure is. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really even sound good to me. I like ice cream on its own. I like Oreos on their own. I don't need to add fucking bacon and a waffle and some maple syrup on top. I really don't. They're you know there, though. They're gluttonous. IHOP is just like, ugh. I know. You've eaten and you there know before. What? Yeah, I have. And in the States, it's even worse than the few IHOPs we have here in Canada. Yeah. Uh, listen, I mean, they might as well just call this menu fat fuck. Like, yeah. just sit down I'll and put. The, I'll take the fat fuck number five, please. Exactly. Exactly. In order with a side of Glenn, go fuck yourself, too. Because, you know, I mean, you you obviously hate your body. If you want to eat a waffle covered in Oreos, bacon, and ice cream on top. And you know there's probably whipped cream and maybe some sprinkles and uh, some asshole is going to put sugar or even salt on it. So, you know, I mean, that's going to kill people. Let's talk about that fucking healthcare crisis that IHOP just created. Let's talk about that. If somebody accidentally deposits money into your bank account, it's yours. It's in your account. Is that your money or no? Whoa. Um, I think, I mean, no, it wouldn't be your money, but, um, oh man, I'm, you, I think that maybe there'd be a lot of people that would take a look at the amount. And as long as the amount is low key enough, they probably wouldn't say anything. No, I don't think so either. I mean, y- you could probably get away with a smaller amount of money. I'm thinking like anywhere between two and four figures, depending on who put the money there, you might be able to get away with that. I still wouldn't spend it right away, though. If you open up your your online banking app and you find somebody put twelve hundred bucks in your account, hmm, like the bank did by mistake, right. you might just get away with that. Mm-hmm. Wait a little bit before you spend it. Maybe uh, put it away just in case somebody comes looking for it. But you might get away with it. In this case, I don't see where this woman was coming from. It's a thirty three year old from New Orleans. Checked her bank account. And found her Charles Schwab investment account had an extra $1.2 million in there. $1.2 million. Apparently, she was supposed to get an $82 dividend deposited to her investment account. They put in $1.2 million. Whoa. So, this woman 
who works for the New Orleans Sheriff's Department, by the way, and probably should have known better, decided, fucking right, $1.2 million, I'm rich, let's go. So she transferred that money out of her investment account into her checking account. Then she went out and bought a brand new house and a Hyundai Genesis. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Really? I wouldn't touch it. I wouldn't touch it. The 1.2 milli? No. no. You know, the first thing that would go through my mind, if, before I tell you what happened, uh, the first thing that would go through my mind is I would go looking for the person who did that with the hope that if I report it, there might be a reward for me. Knowing full well, people are going to notice if over a million dollars is missing. I might go to them and say, hey, listen, that's a money deposited in my account. I'm not giving you my name or my account number or anything. I just want to know here, if I tell you that you put uh, $1.2 million in my account mistakenly, do you think because I'm saving you $1.2, you could throw me maybe ten grand or something as a reward? Maybe they'd I'll go see. for something like that. You think maybe so? Maybe they would. Uh, I'll tell you, once I got a check from the government of Alberta, and it was for $500. And they just made a mistake. Like, it was it was weird. And you know what happened, too, is there was about only, from what we knew, like four or five of us in the entire province of Ontario that mistakenly got checks from the government of Alberta. And the reason I know is because somebody told on the government of Alberta about it and said, oh, I got this check and I don't even live in Alberta. It was supposed to be for the residents of Alberta. Somebody fucked up somewhere. And about five people in Ontario received these checks for $500. I was one of them. It was weird. So at the time, I did put it in my bank account. Yep. Knowing full well, though, that they might come back for it. So I did not spend that money. But I thought, it's the government. So who fucking cares, right? If it was a company, if it was a pro- anything else, no, I'm not even going to deposit that in my account. But I was like, fuck it. The government can suck a dick. So I put it in my account. And I didn't spend it. And then someone ratted out the government of Alberta. It was on the news And then they ended up coming back to me and sending me a letter and saying, yeah, we mistakenly send out these checks. And those assholes didn't let me keep a cent. Not even a a small reward? Nothing? No. No. And then I, like an idiot, booked a trip to Banff not long after that. Like, I shouldn't have given money to them. Fuck you guys. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But somebody (laughs) screwed up there in a smaller amount, and I couldn't even touch it. So I could tell you for a fact, I would not touch a cent of that. I'd be afraid. That would make me nervous. So back to this woman from New Orleans who had the $1.2 million mistakenly deposited to her investment account. She did transfer it to, transfer it to her checking. She bought a house and a car. Ugh. Charles Schwab figured out what happened to the money, and they went after her. But she was dodging their calls. Didn't return them. Wouldn't answer the phone when they called. So Charles Schwab went to the police, and of course she works for the sheriff, so it wasn't hard for them to find her. She was arrested last week for theft bank fraud and illegal transmission of monetary funds and you know we treat those white collar crimes a hell of a lot more harsh than the blue collar ones she's in a lot of trouble if you're charged with theft and bank fraud and illegal transmission of monetary funds she'll do actual time for that if she's found guilty that's fucked up yeah i mean but she she knew exactly what she was doing. She knew that it's not like she thought, oh, I thought I made that money and that belongs to me. She knew full well it didn't belong to her. So that is theft. It is. Let's talk for a second here about the party America is about to have. In our FM radio show today, you were talking about some of the vax 
television specials mm-hmm. that are going to be airing in America because they're just doing so well in the States that now they can move on to the vaccine hesitant people that could get the shot, but they're, they're doing the whole, uh, I don't, I don't want the shot. I don't even have consensus in my own home about who does and doesn't want the shot. My daughter just yesterday told me eh, when it does come up, I'll, I'll think about it, but I, I'm not interested in putting that in my body right now. Right. Whereas my son had his shot on Monday. And by the way, I still can't get mine. We're talking about two kids in their 20s. I'm in my 40s they're and can't get a shot. They're crushing it. It's because they're killing it over there. They're killing it. They certainly it. are. They certainly are. But they've moved on to the vaccine hesitant down there because they've got enough shots to do that. Let's try and get all of America vaccinated. So they're doing all these concert specials because they think that if you watch Jennifer Lopez shake her tits for a little bit, you'll want to get a vaccine from Moderna. Um, excuse me. I think we're all going to watch her shake her ass before we watch her shake her tits. So correction. OK, yeah, I mean, fine. Whatever you're watching, they think that you're just going to be mesmerized by the booty to the point where you want Pfizer in your arm. They think that's what's going to happen. So they shouldn't even air those in Canada. It's basically a slap in the face. It's rude, right? I know you're going to be able to see it in Canada. The one is there's a couple different ones. The big one with the big push to get vaccines across the world is coming up on May 8th. But this Sunday night is J-Lo's involved in both. For those who are confused. Yes, she's just very much into the vaccine. She's probably vaccinated every part of her. Um, But this Sunday night, Barack Obama and Joe Biden is a part of it. Dr. Anthony Fauci is there. Matthew McConaughey, like just all sorts of celebrities are going to be involved in this Sunday night uh, broadcast. It's NBC that's doing it. Okay, that's good. I, I guess it draws awareness. Maybe it'll but, move the needle a little bit. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay with them airing it here because, uh, and to be honest, somebody actually sent me a DM uh, earlier this week. Sorry, I don't have it on me, but they asked, are you still hesitant? Because you said a while ago in the podcast that you were, and now I'm not sure because I'm feeling hesitant. I just want to know where you stand. So yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, I am still a little bit hesitant. My time won't come for a while. So I have months to consider this and take a look at what else is happening in the world, um, selfishly. But I don't... I do see a lot of people around here with that hesitancy. So what's so wrong with watching a special like this, which does include doctors and yeah, it's celebrity and it's a lot of that kind of bullshit to try to get younger people to take it because that's where they're having issues too. younger people. uh, There's certain age groups and certain race, racial groups they're finding are not are hesitant to take it. So, okay, I mean, I think it's fine. And if we watch it, it's not like we'll aside from being jealous about the fact that that's their only issue right now, there's nothing wrong with it if you are hesitant yourself to hear from some of their experts because we're all suffering from the same thing. Yeah, totally. Well, yeah, I guess I should take that back. Maybe we do air it here and then we can all get fucking jealous and talk about how great America is and then just start turning on each other because it's going to come to that. For sure. And we will be jealous when inevitably they show all these young people getting their shots and be like, guys, I had my COVID shot not long ago. And it's some like 18 year old punk. And you're like, fuck you. So, yeah, I mean, we're going to get jealous at some parts of it, but I think there's nothing wrong. And there probably are some very good educational moments in there for anyone who's unsure. I'm not saying it's going to change your mind. I'm not sure if it'll change my mind or make me see anything more clearly, but I'm willing to check it out and see what they have going on over there. Because it's basically a peek into what we're going to see here a year from now, it seems. It'll be a year from now. <laughs> it'll yeah. be a year from now before we have that quote unquote problem. But here we're just dealing with lack of vaccinations and a shitty rollout. So White Claw is apparently banking on the fact that this is going to be the summer of America. 
This summer, it is going to be an all-out fucking pandemonium party down there for two months straight. And that's why White Claw has now introduced their product in a 16-ounce can instead of a 12-ounce can. Oh, big boy. And they've increased the alcohol content from 5% (laughs) to 8%. And the new White Claw Surge flavors include cranberry and blood orange. Mm. Now in stores. Yeah, I give I give that. A they're go. gonna be fucking drunk for months <laughs> down in America because they went through a lockdown just like we did. They had some dark days too, where they just couldn't get cases under control. But they never had a vaccination problem. We were the exact opposite. And I'm just yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just picturing in my mind exactly what you're setting up here. So they're partying, drinking these jumbo sized fucking white claws. We're like those people that are like looking out the window, but it's raining and storming, and we can't go outside, and we're touching the glass. Meantime, they're twerking and fucking strangers in the streets down there all summer long. And we're True. sitting inside like assholes. And that's what it's going to be like. We're going to be watching them have the party of a lifetime because they made it through COVID. And we're all going to be lined up in hope that some fucking pharmacist miscalculated and there's an extra AstraZeneca <laughs> laying around. It's true. Meantime, they're licking like fucking stop signs in the streets. Like it's yeah. fucked. Fucking strangers and throwing white claws around and swimming and jet skiing and having a great time while I am standing outside a shopper's drug mart like an asshole hoping that they have an extra shot. It's fucking crazy. From a fucking distance. I know. It's unreal. Oh, man. Uh, we could go on for a while, uh, but we won't. I will say that uh, before we go, it is the day of pink. This is an important day, and I saw some sarcastic comments about it on the Scott and Cat Facebook page. Really? Like, oh, what's with all the letters and numbers? Uh, why do we keep changing it? And why? I thought pink was for breast cancer, not for this day. Uh, that's not really a good look, guys. I don't think that's anything you want out there with your name attached to it on social media. So I'd, I'd encourage you to always, first off, be nice. I would also encourage you to try and learn a little bit about uh, why there are more letters and numbers and there's even some uh, some punctuation in it now. Um, I don't even remember what it is off the top of my head. LGBTQ. It's plus. as plus. Yeah. 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 You know, it's um, but it's okay. And learning is and it's funny that when you see things like that, Scott, that's the exact reason why we have days like today. It's about learning. Mm-hmm. It's about learning. And you know what? I mean, why would you want to live in a world where someone doesn't feel included? Why would you want someone to feel like they're not part of what's going on? Right. We're all going through this vaccine hell. So everybody should go through this vaccine hell. We need to be just a little more thoughtful a hell of a lot more kind and a little bit more uh, curious about what we don't understand. You know, I mean, the the people who made this, these comments, there was two of them, and I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that they have been deleted here. But uh, just for anybody who isn't sure, the here it is here. Lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, questioning, curie, sorry, queer, intersex, pansexual, two-spirit, 2S, androgynous, and asexual. And if you're not sure what any of those things are, take a minute to look them up. And if you uh, learn something, that's great. That's part of the reason we still have this day of pink. It's also a day to try and not be a dick. Mm-hmm. We're trying to get rid of the mean spiritedness and the bullying and the just general ignorance. So I'm wearing pink today because I wear pink all the time, just so you know. I'm wearing I- pink today too. 
I love the color pink. I think it looks great on guys. And I've said it before. I'm not letting women just have pink just because it's that stereotype that women wear pink and boys wear blue. Fuck that. I like pink. And I'm not letting way, you girls have it. The day of pink comes from uh, because uh, uh, it was in Canada somewhere. and East Coast. Thank Halifax. you. On the East Coast where someone was wearing pink to school and they were bullied because of it. And that's where it came from. In case you're wondering where the pink did come from. Um, and on that note, if I may, just because we're just because why not? Um, Bachelor Nation, in case you didn't know, this morning we heard from Colton Underwood, who says uh, who came out as gay today. And I didn't even know that uh, that that was the case. But he said that he's the happiest he's ever been. And can I just say, I never usually report on shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't report on when people say they're gay or they're straight. Because to me, good, that's you. You're you. And that's fine. I, and I'll do my best to, to make sure I capture all the pronouns that are appropriate. Um, Sam Smith is a good example of that in radio. We bring up Sam Smith. Um, but I was so happy because Colton seems so happy. And what's wrong with that? You know, that's great. Imagine you can finally be comfortable. Once it's out there, it's out there, and you don't have to live a lie or try and uh, convince anyone or yourself even. I mean, you can just be you, and who doesn't want to just be themselves? Mm -hmm. Like, fuck, I really don't understand why in 2021 this is still a big deal for so many people. Mm -hmm. Like, fuck, move on, or take the day to learn a little bit. That's all you have to do is get educated and learn a little bit. You don't even have to like it. If if deep down you think, oh, okay, I'll go along with it, but I don't like it, fine. But then just shut the fuck up. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Be kind. That's all you have to do is not be a dick. How about that? Don't be an asshole. Be kind. Well said. And on that. <laughs> and on that <laughs> I don't know. Is it ironic that I said don't be an asshole? To encourage people not to be assholes? I, I don't know. If it came off across that way, I apologize. I really would just like to normalize this and move on because it is uh, just something that the the hate and the bullying that, that people experience on a daily basis, I don't know how they go on. I really don't. I mean, it's got to be overwhelming at times. So you be you. And thanks for listening to After 9. And we don't have any vaccines. And take some vitamin D and some zinc. Is that a good message? Does that sort of encapsulate the whole podcast here? It does. It does. Go have yourself a go and go fuck yourself. And we will uh, chat again. And don't eat that shit at IHOP. That's not good for you. (laughs) I'll take the fat fuck number seven, please. (laughs) We'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.